0: Straight from the studios of Radio X, Toby Tarrant is joining us. Toby, how are you?
1: Very well, thanks, Moots. How are you doing, mate? All right. Oh, okay, I'm okay. How was
0: how was uh, how was
1: Radio X this morning? Uh, it happened, you know. It happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'll well, let the it, listeners decide whether it was any good or not.
0: It's good fun. I've been uh, in 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 my uh, research. I've been listening in, and uh, you know, very enjoyable, very uh, very energetic, and what we want to hear on a Monday morning, where it's. Uh, well, at least the cold's been gone, so you, you you're helping us deal with the rain.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's been a, it's been a quite rewarding time to be on radio. I feel a bit guilty saying that because obviously it's not been much fun all round. But uh, I feel like radio's had had actually quite a good twelve months. I feel a bit guilty about it, but uh, it's been. I mean, my ten to one show. The listening figures have never been bigger. Everyone's in <laughs> at, at home. They physically can't leave my show. So uh, so yeah, it's been it's been nice being on air and getting lots of texts and tweets from people that. Uh, that are homeschooling and in lockdown and you know it's nice to get lots of messages saying that they're listening and stuff but uh i'd accept my listening figures going back down again for a bit of normality i have to admit how long you've been doing the radio geeks for now so in total i want to say about six years probably there's this is the weird thing of radio as you probably have found out it attracts there it attracts a, a, a certain level of geekiness Mm. And there'll be some radio geek out there that will tell me my exact first show on Capital, and you know what I spoke about and stuff like that. I can't remember what I did yesterday. So, but I, I want to say about six years I've been doing it. But I started off on Capital, did a couple of years there, and then and then moved down the hallway to to Radio X and uh, and love it.
0: Of course, your old man was at Capital for a long time, doing the uh, the breakfast show, which was uh, was it seventeen years, I think. Was he at Capital something like
1: that? Something like that, 17, 18 years. Yeah, exactly. So people um, forget
0: that, don't they? Because they always think of him as a millionaire and, and whatever else. But for me, you know, it was it was Capital where he was uh, uh, doing you know the longest and getting everyone off to work in the mornings. So yeah, yeah
1: exactly. I mean, it's um, so. I mean, my whole childhood was was you know going to school and uh, and listening to my dad on the radio because I never saw him in the morning because he left at you know five a.m. <laughs> or whatever. So. Yeah. Um, so, but I've, I think, you know, for for my generation, it's sort of millionaire. And then for the older generation, it's Tiz was. And then obviously capital was London. So everyone around London in the middle is, is capital. But uh, it's nice. He, he gets so many people come up to him. If, if you didn't like you know if you didn't like Tiz was you liked Millionaire and if you didn't like Millionaire you liked Capital most people have a, have fond memories of Dad I think maybe I'm completely biased maybe people can't stand <laughs> him but uh, he seems to get a nice reaction everywhere he goes give them what they want <laughs> yeah exactly I mean to be fair he normally gets the drinks in, so that's probably why he's popular in most pubs but, uh, yeah. unless
0: you're you're really old like me and you remember him from stop look listen but uh, that's that's another story for another time
1: but, uh, I mean I've never I've never even heard of that one so, uh,
0: and, and, so I mean, and if dad, any me and Peter according to your dad it's only me and Peter K that remember that so.
1: <laughs> well I mean dad's bored me to tears with every bit of work he's ever done so he obviously isn't proud of that one otherwise he would have mentioned it to me. <laughs> <laughs> so our paths
0: have crossed in fact when you're, with your, your famous father as well through the through the Lord's sadness and uh, um, I know how much you do and it's it's a real challenging time isn't it if you're a charity or trying to you know, the usual Taverners fundraisers like the Christmas lunch and all the rest of it just can't happen. So they deserve all of our support collectively, don't they?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I love that charity. In fact, I, I wear the Lord's Taverners wristband 24-7. It's on my wrist right now, just on the very, very off chance I ever get any <laughs> TV work, at least I can represent. Uh, yeah, I love the charity. Look, I'm not privy to the finances of uh, of Lord's Taverners. I've got no idea how much they they made or didn't make over the last 12 months, but I gather that it's been incredibly tough like it has for so many charities and uh i was lucky enough to get out and play two or three games towards the end of last season but uh, obviously the big fundraisers haven't been possible which you know the tragic thing about that is is that the work that they do you know there's so many you know disadvantaged and disabled children that rely on the taverners that won't have got the support they usually have this year um you know it's just been it's been rubbish for everyone but uh, the the, the charity has been going 70 years and uh, it's not going anywhere anytime soon and uh, I think we're all looking forward to get back on the cricket pitch at some point this summer and, and raising an absolute fortune again and it, and it will happen
0: did they let you open the bowling
1: they do let me get open the bowling but uh it's uh it's getting, uh, it's getting more embarrassing. I, I, I took a, wick, I took a wicket stumped this season. I used to be quick. The wicketkeeper stood up to me and took a stumping off me this year. So I'm obviously, I'm obviously losing. I'm only 29. I should be. I mean, I look at Jimmy Anderson and he's bowling quicker than ever, better than ever, and I'm 29 and I'm, I'm on the way downhill. But uh, yeah, I, I have to. Admit, I did play a taverners game once at Windsor Castle, where I didn't get the new ball, uh, and I would have complained if it weren't for the fact that the bowling order went Alan Donald. Andy Caddick, Devon Malcolm, Toby Tarrant. And I was like, do you know what? I'll, I'll probably let those three. I'll let those three have first go with the new ball, I reckon. Yeah, I mean, that's the sort of thing. Playing for the Taverners. So I've played, you know, I've bowled at Brian Lara, Herschel Gibbs. I've played alongside, you know, your Devon Malcolm, your Alan Donalds and stuff. Um, it's, it's surreal. Um, and the maddest thing is you play a game of cricket. You have a bit of fun with your mates. You drink far too many beers in the clubhouse afterwards. Uh, you eat some good food. And then at the end of the day, everyone's shaking your hand and thanking you so much and going, oh, we've raised, you know, £100,000 today. I'm going, I've done nothing. I've just had a great game of cricket and a bit of fun with some mates and got to play with some of my childhood heroes. So uh, very, very honoured to be a part of the charity. I used to watch dad play when I was a kid, desperate to get involved in the games. And then it got to the point where I was old enough and good enough that dad uh, dad would sort of just be like, look, let my let my boy play a bit. And now clearly my career must be going well somewhere because now I get invited to games that dad doesn't. So I finally managed to earn my own way into the team. But uh, no, it's, it's been great. I think I played my first game for them when I was about 14 and and still going strong. So yeah, I love it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't... I mean, you're, you're a fairly prolific fundraiser. And um, just looking through my notes, um, I say about a bike... Sorry, the London Marathon, which you did. And um, a certain... Wager being laid down about raising thirty thousand pounds, and if you raise thirty thousand pounds, what did you say you'd do?
1: Well, I, I should point out this is entirely Chris Moyles' fault. So, so I ran the London Marathon for um, for another charity, Globals Makes Noise, wonderful charity that uh, is the sort of company charity that Radio X is involved in. Um, and so, I i would sort of run the marathon, which you know is not me at all. I'd never, I genuinely had never been for a run in my life before. I trained for the marathon. It was harder than I ever imagined it could be and uh, and Chris Moyle was on air, stitches me right up and goes, right, how much would we need to raise for you to do a naked lap of Leicester Square? Cycling, I should point out. Uh, rush hour, sort of 8.30. And I just plucked to figure out thin air, going, what's, what's a number that's, you know, I wanted to dangle the carrot in front of the listeners. Metaphorically speaking, I should point that out. <laughs> good, good, good turn of phrase. I <laughs> <laughs> should be careful with my words here and uh, and, I, and i said all right 30 grand uh, and in my head i thought we'll never get that we'll never get that 30 grand i said but we might get closer then we'll raise a lot of money but i won't have to do the bike ride i thought i'd nailed it um and and we didn't even you know do it for for radio purposes and try and make it sound exciting but we were on about 26 grand with half an hour to go until the the cutoff point was half an hour left of chris Moore's a show And we literally ticked over 30 grand, I think about two minutes to go until 10 o'clock, which I was devastated about. Uh, It's funny, on the morning of the marathon, you know, I wasn't looking forward to it at all, but I wasn't nervous. I just wasn't looking forward to it. But the next day when I had to do the naked cycle ride, my heart was going so much. Oh, it's horrendous. It was absolutely horrendous. But, uh, But I think in the end we raised, I think, near to 35, 36 grand. So... It was worth it, but uh, next time, if was ever asked anything like that again, I'm going to aim for about five hundred grand. I'm not going to give him an easy option next time.
0: Oh, congratulations! Anyway, I mean, it's, uh, it's fantastic. I mean, that's a, that's a superb amount. Yeah, we were just...
1: we were very pleased. We were very ple- I didn't realise that my nudity was worth so much to the public, but apparently, apparently, it is.
0: <laughs> sex sells, Toby. Sex sells. <laughs>
1: that's what they keep telling me. That's what they keep telling me.
0: Just so long as you remember to put the saddle on the bike. That was. Uh... I, I think
1: I, I, I think actually we uh, we realised on the morning we haven't actually got a bike anywhere, so we had to go and get a Boris bike. So uh, <laughs> so some somebody I, I don't actually know who somebody had to um, had to basically sort of sanitise it, and this is pre COVID. Somebody had to had to sanitise the saddle before and after. So to apologies to whoever got on that Boris bike afterwards, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, it was for charity, anyway. It's for the kids.
0: Brilliant. I was just thinking when you were saying about your bowling, about um, the wicketkeeper standing up at the stumps to your bowling, and and, and just watching the cricket today, um, Ben Folks was doing just that. In fact, he does it quite a lot, doesn't he, to some of the uh, the quicker, speedy men. And looking at your Twitter, I, I see that um, you spotted Ben Folks on the tube recently.
1: <laughs> I'm quite <laughs> struck a- by him. Oh, Ben Folks, what, what a beautiful human being he is. You know, I mean, he's hmm. I mean, so... He first of all, England need to find a way to get him in the team. What he offers you with bat, with gloves. I mean, he saves you. I was thinking, if he saves you, you know, fifty runs a game with buys that he saves, and also batsmen he gets out that other wicketkeepers wouldn't get out. I think he saves you fifty runs a game, which basically means if his batting average is thirty, it's essentially worth eighty. Um, so he's got to get in the team uh, as good as Butler's been. Butler should play as well. Uh, so you've got to find space for Ben, folks. He's, he's worth. He's worth. It's like having an extra man on the pitch there. Um, but yeah, he's, he I mean, he looks beautiful on TV, but uh, a few months back, I got on the tube and, uh, and I was with my missus and we sat down and I'm there, big cricket geek like myself. And I sit down and immediately I look across from me and you know, there's no mistaking it. That's Ben folks. And it was summertime. So he's, he's got shorts on he's got beautiful, big trunk, tree trunk, wicketkeeper legs, as you'd imagine. Beautiful thighs. So opposite ah. from me. And I'm I'm doing that thing where I'm trying to tell my girlfriend, who could my fiance I should mention fiance I can't call a girlfriend. Yes, anymore. congratulations. Yeah, thank you very much. So uh, so I'm trying to I'm trying to quietly tell her who that is without him hearing, but also Pippa couldn't care less who that is. She's got no idea who Ben Fox is, but I'm excited. So I'm going. He's a keeper. He's played for England. <laughs> um, anyway, I made the mistake of pointing him out to to my missus because she spent the rest of the the tube journey just drooling. <laughs> uh, what a beautiful beautiful, he is a man, beautiful he is. man he is oh a he's a beautiful man. man yeah so I mean we said sex sells if you if you know if the ECB want to make some money on any calendars or anything I'd buy 10 10 <laughs> calendars if they want to if they want to put one if I raise 30 grand for cycling naked round Leicester Square then can you imagine how much he could earn could be could be worth a fortune
0: I was going to say when you were whispering to Pippa didn't he sort of lean forward and say didn't I
1: see you in Leicester Square once <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He thought I thought he recognised me before. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, what a beautiful man, and and just a ridiculous wicketkeeper. I saw Adam Gilchrist on Twitter purring over how good he did. Yeah, I saw that. I mean, I mean, that is that is the highest praise you can possibly get, really, isn't it? So yeah, yeah. Beautiful man. Absolutely.
0: Now we were talking about so you know what we do here on Nineteen Out is a. Uh, uh, uh out of pure love for the game of cricket and uh, love for radio and um we've sort of toyed with the idea of podcasting um but we'd have to go up against you then in, in that case and uh, we can't be having that so so tell us all about um hang on let me get this right um
1: zero ducks given yeah, you don't want to say that wrong, otherwise it's your, it's, it's your very brief radio career over, Moots. Yeah, <laughs> yeah zero, zero ducks given uh, was the title that we eventually settled on. Dan Daniel Norcross from TMS, who uh, who is part of the podcast as well, uh, he had some other wonderful titles, uh, including Virat Kohli ate my hamster, but uh, we figured we figured legal reasons might oh, no, might no. stop that being an acceptable title, and we'd probably get death threats from. Uh, from from about a billion people over in India, and they'd be burning effigies of Daniel Norcross in Mumbai High Street. So, um, yeah, zero ducks given. I mean, it was a weird one because you know people are always nagging nagging you to to do podcasts at the moment and uh, and to start a podcast. People's going, you know, Toby, when are you going to do a podcast? And I kind of resisted it for ages because I was like, well, nobody needs to hear from me. If they if they do, they can listen to my show Monday to Friday. Also, the man and you know. Every man and his dog now has a podcast. Yeah. In fact, I bet you there, I bet if you Google it, there will be a podcast out there which is two dogs with a microphone in front of them. And um, <laughs> I just thought, does it, has, haven't people suffered enough during this pandemic? Do they need a, do they need a podcast? But then, uh, you know, the more I thought about it, um, I, I thought, well, do you know what? I'm going to make a podcast that will be good fun to make. And if nobody listens and we never earn a single penny off it, at least we had a bit of fun doing it. So, uh, I got in touch with Daniel Norcross, who's a, uh, who's a lovable fellow Taverner who I've worked with before doing a cricket show on Yahoo sport uh, during the world cup last year or two years ago. God, that's scary, isn't it? That world cup's two years yeah, ago. Yeah, I know. Um, and, uh, and me and Daniel went, let's just do it, you know? And then I said, we could do it with an ex player here. And, uh, he suggested Stephen Finn, who I didn't really know at all, Finney. Uh, he was on Daniel's recommendation. We got a few mutual friends and stuff, but he's been a breath of fresh air. Finny. he's uh, He's great. So basically, we saw the success of the Peter Crouch podcast and went, right, we need a six foot seven X England player as well. And we went and got Stephen Finn and he's been uh, he's been a revelation. So, yeah, the uh, so we've put two podcasts out so far. The reaction's been amazing. And uh, if you fancy giving us a listen, if you're a cricket fan, we'll, we'll take all the listeners we can get at the moment, but really enjoying doing it. So it's like I say, even if only you listen to it, Moots, it was worth doing.
0: <laughs> well, I'll put the link on the uh, on our Web page and on our um, on our we have a YouTube channel, so I'll put it on that as well. Look at you, uh, mate, Look at
1: Wheel. you. Yeah, I know, I know. Incredible. You'll, you'll be doing it all soon. TikTok, OnlyFans, you name it, you'll be there.
0: Only fans. Yeah, I was looking at one
1: of those the other day. Interesting. I bet you were, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, what else is it doing lockdown, honestly? <laughs> <Now, laughs> You've got, you got to fill your day, son, <laughs> haven't you? <laughs> Just keep the thoughts up. Um tell you what, ben, ben Folk's Only Fans page, that would make him <laughs> some money. I'll tell you that, mate. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be front and centre every day. I'll be his biggest fan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, after I got past the one of Leicester Square webcam, yeah, it was, uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't feel there's much money <laughs> in mine. Now, I was a bit naughty and I texted Dan Norcross this morning uh, because he's been on this show already. Uh, And I said, oh, I'm I'm talking to Toby Tarrant this afternoon. Um, Anything I should uh, know or ask? Oh, dear. (laughs) So, uh, obviously, force him to talk about Zero Ducks Given. He does a lot of great stuff with the Taverners. Okay, so we've done that one. So that's two boxes ticked. Yeah. Yeah. I think this footage of him online doing an extended and quite brilliant impression of his dad on his radio show. <laughs> uh, I'll put the link to that up. I'm not going to embarrass you into doing that just yet. But you mentioned this, <laughs> um, this, uh, this cricket show that you did uh, in, in 2019 for Yahoo Sport. Now, Norcross says um, he hosted a show on Yahoo Sport in 2019 with me, Jeff, Adam Collins and Izzy Westbury. Very soon after, in fact, it might have been immediately yahoo sports shut down <laughs> i think you should credit him with bringing yahoo sport to its knees <laughs> <laughs> this is
1: this is true this, this is in this is 1000 true so yahoo sport I, I did a football show for them online that i really enjoyed uh with reshman chowdhury who's now basically everybody that i work with goes on to be very successful so moots you know a year from now after this interview you'll be you know you'll be a household name mate so yeah i did um I did a Yahoo Sport football show during the World Cup uh, a few years ago with Reshmin Chowdhury, who's now like the face of BBC Sport and she's doing very well. Yeah. Uh, then I did a show with Lindsay Hipgrave and she's the face of BT Sport and doing very, very well. Uh, and then those two shows did so well that Yahoo Sport came to me and said, well, we want to do one for the Cricket World Cup and we know you love your cricket. And I said, I'd, I'd absolutely love to. Uh, so it was myself, yeah, Daniel Norcross, uh, Jeff Lemmon, Adam Collins, uh, Isabel Westbury, brilliant lineup. And um, we did a show during the World Cup, and a couple of weeks, and we loved it. <laughs> but uh, apparently, apparently nobody watched it. I mean, not, like, I mean, I mean, you'd think with cricket, you know, you got half a chance. There's a billion people in India that you just they just see the word cricket and they watch it or consume it. Even they didn't fancy it. And then, uh, and then shortly after that, Yahoo Sport they shut down the entire UK branch and decided, you know what? We've got no market in the UK. We'll just focus on the American market. So there is now no Yahoo Sport UK at all. And I think the last project they ever did was our Cricket World Cup show, uh, which I still (laughs) maintain was a great show. uh, But I'm used to this. I also did my first ever venture into TV. I did a show called Fan TV on Sky Channel 212. We, I mean, I don't even know where Sky Channel Two One Two is. It's somewhere between like the telly shopping and the Only Fans. I think I, d- I don't know whereabouts. about. Yeah, and then it. you sort of
0: get into the nine hundreds and it gets very exactly.
1: Interesting. <laughs> you take a wrong turn and you're going. This isn't about football at all. <laughs> uh, so uh, anyway, I did that. It was me and Justin Lee Collins. We did a we did a show. I think we did four of those a week on Sky Channel Two One Two, and nobody watched that. And that that was meant to last the whole football season. I think we got cancelled before Christmas. So uh, if, there's, if there's anyone listening that needs uh, that needs a host for a TV show, um, I'd go to somebody else. To be honest.
0: Would it be your dress sense? Because I had a quick look at uh, some of the videos of the, uh, of your cricket show and, and you and Norcross there, I mean, it's like watching a test card.
1: <laughs> that was, that was my assistance. The, the brilliantly talented producer, James was lovely. Uh, that was my thing. I went, it's a summer sport. I said, let's, you know, I wear dodgy Hawaiian shirts all summer. Dan Norcross wears dodgy Hawaiian shirts all year round. I mm. said, uh, I said, we should just make sure everyone wears, wears loud shirts. And, uh, surprisingly, Yahoo sport went with it. And, uh, the shirts were probably the best bit of the show, to be honest with you. That was the highlight. <laughs> 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 oh, dear. Right, well, I'm going to wrap it up there,
0: Mr. Tarrant. Um, I think we've covered most bases that I was uh, instructed to cover. <laughs> but once again, congratulations on getting engaged. Have you got any wedding plans with, uh, or is
1: lockdown put paid to all of that for now? No, we've, um, we, we haven't we we have got a clue, to be honest with you. It's difficult because uh, the other thing is, I still play still play for my club, Stoke Dublin all summer. Um, so I think we're, getting, we're leaning towards a winter wedding because uh, basically from April to September, I'm playing cricket every Saturday. Yeah. And then obviously all my cricket mates, they're all getting married as well. So everybody's sort of shotguns the weekend's either side of the cricket season as well. Um, and then COVID into the mix. So I, I don't know when we're going to get married. But um, but basically, mi- miraculously, she said yes. Uh, so the hard part's out the way, basically. And then, and then we'll go from there. <laughs> that was before you were on that tune with Ben, folks, though. Yeah, that's, I'm sure. If, I'm sure if she'd known Ben Folks was an option. I wouldn't have had. A, I wouldn't have had a chance. But uh, luckily, yeah, this was pre-Ben Folks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh,
0: Toby Tarrant from Radio X and from Zero Ducks Given podcast, which I fully endorse, and tell everyone that's watching or listening to this, go and have a look at that as well. But um, uh, thank you so much for your time this afternoon, and of course, regards to your old man, and tell him I said hello, um, and. Um, We shall catch up with you
1: very, very soon. But Toby Tarrant, thank you very much. Thank you, mate. Really enjoyed that. Thanks, mate.